Hi. <laughs> Hi. There it is. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> when you go to Sweden on your flight to Sweden, you yeah. gotta learn. <laughs> you gotta watch that movie. You gotta download it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna. Or, Bring the laptop. The laptop. We're gonna bring the laptop so we will download it, watch it, and get a gray suit. A gray suit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, hey guys, welcome to. Oh yeah, episode... we're recording. Yeah, we're live. <laughs> we're live. Uh, welcome to episode one hundred and one, one hundred and one of Res Hockey. I'm Trev, and with me is uh, Bushy. What's up, Bushy? Yes, not much. Counting down days of Christmas, holidays, and all that good stuff. Wishing, kind of wishing it would snow, but I'm, I'm okay with not bending, busting my back for shoveling. Yeah, there's a. It's funny that the year you get a quad <laughs> and a plow for it, and right? A plow for it, it doesn't <laughs> snow. Yeah, but you see, like other towns, like uh, Fort Francis in that yeah. area, there's no snow. Like Thunder Bay, there's no yeah. snow. It's weird. It's bizarre. So and there's barely any snow in Winnipeg. Yeah. For some reason Steinbeck has lots though. I mean yeah. a couple inches, but still it's lots compared to other other areas <laughs> yeah. of our region. Uh yeah, Red Hockey. I uh, just want to give a land not give a land, give land acknowledgement that we are recording on Treaty Three territory, home of the Anishinaabe, which includes bushes. Reservation. Yeah. Hey, here's Bush. He's just a reservation. <laughs> I can't believe a guy said that. <laughs> said that to you. Oh, he's nice. just a reservation Indian. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's like it's funny. back in the 1800s again. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining. If this is your first episode that you're joining us, thank you for joining us. Yep. And, uh, might as well listen to the first hundred episodes on. We're on. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google. Google. What is it called? It's called Google Podcast. Yeah, Amazon and Podbean. Music, Podbean and iHeart. Yeah. And I'm gonna upload this to YouTube. So I'm gonna figure out how to do it. And we're gonna yeah. do it. We're gonna do it. But I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. Do episode 100. Start from 100 because I don't know how to right. <laughs> go back the first 100 or 90, 99 episodes. Yeah. So we're going to start doing a YouTube thing. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to learn. We'll figure it out. We'll we got a little bit of time. We'll do it. We'll do it. You could do it. Yeah. Um, our guest for this week, he's currently playing with the Lavelle Rockets out of the American Hockey League. He is from Grass Lake, Manitoba. Our guest for this week is Mr. Brady Keeper. Um, we've been wanting uh, Brady to come on sh- on the show for a while, so um, we're happy to have Brady as a guest mm-hmm. and talk about his hockey journey. It, it was quite the journey starting um, as he played Junior B in uh, Keystone Junior, then he played Midget AAA in Thompson, then he went to OCN, Maine. Yep. Then he turned pro. He played for Florida, played in the Vancouver system, and now he's with the Montreal Canadian system. So he had quite the journey, and he shares yeah. his journey with us. So it's always uh, good to hear. And um, 
current players tell their stories and former players. So yeah, yeah, it was a huge, uh, huge for us to to get Brady to come on the show and t- talk some hockey. Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for episode one hundred and one? Uh, just making weird faces as I try to think of a shout out. No, I don't. Um, show a couple of a couple of supporters that we've that I've that we forgot last week. Uh, my boy Clint Sear, I used to work with at the mill. He's a big supporter. He's a good friend of mine. Um, he always messages me, says tags me to a bunch, couple of memes here and there. Good to see you, Clint. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I got two. I just want to give a shout out to Shailen Fox. Mr. Fox sent us two books, one two book books. for Bush and I. Uh, one is a Fred Sasakamu's biography, and the other one is a Ted Nolan bi- biography. Yeah. So thank you for the gifts. Thank you. Um, I claimed the Teddy Nolan one, and Bush is getting the, the Fred, Fred Sasakamu's. And it just, your your gift came just in time, because yeah. Bush and I will be flying uh, Bush is going to Sweden, and I'm going yeah. to Mexico, so we have some time to the time to read, I guess, at the airport and during our flight. So those yeah. books totally come in handy at the right time. So thanks for the reading material, and we love getting gifts. So when yeah. we get this swag, we'll be for sure to send you some uh, Red Hockey podcast swag out your way. Yeah, so, and and if anyone has any swag or things they want to give us. Let us know because we always love free swag. <laughs> like, yeah. like this, this um, we're in the Pratsasakamu's uh, tournament hoodie that was given mm-hmm. to us. Or did I pay for it? I think you paid for it. That was a, that was a last yeah. day, though, that we, we did a mad scramble for gifts. I oh, mean, yeah, uh, right. I mean that was a, the first day that we thought of the gifts to get offhand. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> no, I think I, I think they accidentally gave me this one because I bought oh. one, and I ended up with a red one because I thought I bought a black. I bought a black one, and I ended up with this one in my bag. So, I mean, well, do you do you think Nick took it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. And uh, another shout out to Dave and Joni Nibosh. Nibosh. Yeah. Um, the big supporters of our show. They. Uh, where, where were they skating last week? They were uh, their son Noah was uh, skating in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Ice uh, Den. At the Ice Den, their son Noah skates for the U16 AAA Jun- Nashville Junior Predators, and they had a tournament in Scottsdale. So we were giving recommendations to Dave and Joni where to eat. So the thumb. Yeah, there's this uh, restaurant connect uh, connected to a gas well in a gas station, and the restaurant was featured on diners drivers and dives that famous yeah. american uh tv show on the food network so we totally recommended to go eat there i ate there yeah. twice when bush and i were in phoenix uh i had the morning there by twice myself. yeah i went for breakfast there by myself oh it's so when we were golfing yeah so i was okay yeah myself. it was unreal breakfast oh man that would have been nice i got an egg over easy on uh briskets Oh, wow. That would have been epic. It was was unreal. So, yeah, uh, uh, they've been a big supporter of us for since day one. And they're one of the reasons why uh, we cut down on our swearing. Yes. 
thanks guys for tuning in and uh, keep on keeping on guys. And uh, good luck to Noah with the rest of his season in Nashville. So uh, yeah, that's it for shoutouts from, for me. Yeah. Uh, today is December 19th and this will be our last show for 2023. Yes. So this uh, episode, we are going to do a year in review for the year 2023. Oh, 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 yeah. So I didn't even write nothing down. So we just kind of freestyle it. We got to wing this one here. So uh, I know for, I know, I think we missed two months because we just needed to recharge our battery in the summer. We needed to just step away for a bit, just uh, take care of care of our mental health and just yeah. re- just relax because i mean not much goes on really in the summertime right for when it comes to hockey so we yeah so uh what was the highlights of your 2023 when it comes to to the podcast meeting everybody that we could at the freddy i think everybody that's been on the show that's participated and meeting them firsthand i think that was a good, that was a good highlight plus uh we mentioned this last episode where uh got to chill with Wacy Rabbit. Well for me I and I got to show off my uh barbecue skills. Yes, that's right. And you could vouch for that. I could vouch that Bush <laughs> is a good barbecuer. And if you yeah. guys ever want us to uh, come over for a barbecue, I'll bring Bush and he'll cook for us, all of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, we were able to like. I mean, this is a good like the best part of us hosting the show is we get to meet and talk to like a lot of deadly hockey players. Yeah, and later we get to meet their families, which is which is always cool. And <laughs> are you okay over there, man? No, I. All right. Are you okay? Positive. Yeah. Remember, this is going on YouTube. So oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I, I dropped my pen. And... and almost choking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what else? I went to Timmins, Ontario for the Muskego Cup, which is a minor hockey tournament. And I was one of the – I set up a booth there. We gave away T-shirts and hoodies and met a lot of people. Met a lot mm-hmm. of people that i I known from back home and from Moose. Moose Moose in the area. So that was really cool. Um, get that. I was able to see a lot of family and watch my nieces and nephews play hockey and a lot of my cousins' kids play hockey. So that was a really big part, a big part of my 2023. Um, what else? Yeah, we went to the Freddy. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I think I can't wait for uh, the Freddy coming up. In yeah, May. it's going to be good. And bigger and better like that. Yeah. Um, well, did I do? I went to Portage, played in Brandon, and I was able to promote our podcast out there quite a bit. So, the, those are Manitoba tournaments, but I think we, I mean, we got to go out to like different other yeah. provinces, I guess. Right? Like the one in uh Yukon should be interesting. That one's in May. We should try to go to that one. That would be good. So, but yeah, but, it's, it's always, I think, for myself as well, just meeting. Meeting our guests in person yep. and meeting a lot yep. of uh, a lot of the listeners, so it's always cool. I enjoy taking pictures with with uh, yeah with different people and saying hi. So 
Look at her. And man. this year, Leslie, we're going to get a picture of us three together. Who? Bells. We did. No, not really. She yeah. took pictures of us. No, there's one. Where? With... Where? Bring it up. Well, we didn't uh, post it, or she didn't post it. No one posted it, but she did. she even she even made a comment that how could how did I not get a picture with you guys? We took a picture with her when we she gave us our young guns hat. Yes, remember that was like either a Thursday or Friday in the tournament. No, it was a Thursday. No, it was, it was a, a Friday. Thursday. Friday morning. Friday, yeah. Was that just was that just me? The mo- no, I was. Oh. No, oh, I was. Unless that was uh, Wednesday morning, because I flew out on, I flew it on a Thursday. When did I eat at Wasey's then that day? You you visited oh, them I... before, and then oh, uh, and then I won the and then I won the fifty fifty the first day there that I was there, and then we I treated uh, I treated yeah, everybody yeah. to dinner, yeah. So maybe it was maybe it's pictures of you, but but he she commented that it was us three that she didn't get a picture. I don't know. It was in the comments, though. But when we, when it was me, you, um, I'm looking at Wayne and right think, now. Look, well, can you see that? It's blur. The blur oh, black background. No, like it's the because the background picture? is blurred on your uh, profile, oh, yeah. so it, it was all. Uh, May twentieth, she uploaded the picture. So, I'll send. I'll text you right now. Well, I believe you. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Okay, May twentieth. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was a Saturday. Well, obviously you're in a picture, man. Well, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to track down the days because I flew out on the Thursday, and you went to dinner with Wacy, and your son and Ashley no, was there. No, on the wasn't there, it was just me. no. It was just okay. Wacy came to pick me up at the hotel. Okay, and then I when I flew out on the Thursday or I can't remember, and then Friday we cooked or I see barbecued. How, see how big of a Big uh, high roller bushes. He he flies. I had <laughs> I, I had to drive to ten hours. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just looking at our, at our guest list. Like we have former NHL players. Yeah. We have current uh, Division One players. We have uh, NHL scout. Yep. Teddy. Um. He's a current and- scout with the LA Kings. We have a we had a chief on our. Uh, Willie Sellers from BC, who was on the episode. So we had a lot of different, uh, different people, like a different, not different people, but you know what yeah, I like, mean. We had a couple East Coast guys. Yeah, so it was it's a, it was cool. It was a really twenty twenty three was a good year for our podcast, and so we just want to thank you guys for all the support that you that we've uh, gotten over the last year. So. Uh, episode sixty-five guest. Ooh, Karen this is a big Aqua, one. Yeah, of Aquasasni, New York. He uh recently He's... was named a Team USA for the yeah. IIHF World Junior Cha- Championships. Will yeah in Sweden this year. So we we just want to send a congratulations to Kerry and Team USA. I think that's the team to beat this year. Yeah, and Kerry, uh, for listening. I'm going to be in Sweden for the duration of the tournament. I would love to meet up and uh, have a couple of words with you on there. When you say a couple of words, it's like, come on, let's go have a couple of words. I mean, it's like, are you going to fight him? <laughs> hey, let's go have a hey. couple of words. 
I'll talk to you there, Carrie. Let's go. <laughs> where in Sweden are you going? Gothenburg. Like, is that where his games uh, are being? Yeah, that's the main uh, Gothenburg. That's a city. I think the arena is Scandinavian. I think that's where the. I'm telling you, that's where the... it's, it's called Scandinavian. Unless I'm pronouncing it wrong. I don't know. He's just pointing with his lips. It's over there. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, because the World Juniors are like in two towns, right? Yeah. Have Division A in one town and the, the B Division. And pool A, pool B, yeah. Yeah, pool A, pool B. So you'll be in the same you'll be in the same town as Carrie's playing in. Yeah. Are you checking? <laughs> no, I wouldn't never take my attention off this podcast. Hang on. Yes, I'm checking. I gotta now, map out where I'm now. I got him uh doubting himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Team USA is a team to beat, and uh, yeah, it's huge because out of that twenty players for Team USA, only three play major junior. So, a lot of the times, US Team USA or USA Hockey, they don't like picking kids who are playing major junior. So no, uh, no. So Carrie, uh, Carrie did uh, really good for himself. So, so I think they're the team to beat. Team USA. I'm predicting that they'll win the World Juniors, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So, it's it's loading. It's loading. How do you have dial up? (laughs) I I think my computer is uh, getting too old. Oh, wait a minute. IIHF, home of the World Juniors. It's. uh... We have a lot of viruses you're not supposed to. (laughs) Looking at websites. You know what? Um, according to the IIHF, it's just in one town, but there's two state, there's two stadiums, there's two arenas in, in Goldenberg Hill. Maybe. Yeah. So tell us about the trip that you're taking. I'm going to Sweden. I'm going to Goldenberg. We fly out Thursday, but first, me and Trev, Sue, and Paula. We're going to meet for dinner on Wednesday evening. Hopefully, you guys make it up. Yeah, we'll my be there. Fl- okay, right on. And then my flight. We leave Thursday. We fly out of. We we leave to Toronto at two p.m. or two thirty p.m. And we got, uh, I think, three and a half hour layover in Toronto. And then we board around eight forty-five hour Toronto time. And then with the time difference and the air and air travel, we land in. Copenhagen, I think around 3 p.m. Oh, shit, eh? Yeah. It's just the time. It's, it's I think it's like a nine-hour flight, but with the time difference, I can't remember. I think I think it's around 3. I can't remember. Anyways, and then we land. Oh, no, sorry. We land in Copenhagen like, like the next morning at like 10. And then we have a layover in Copenhagen. Is that, then, is that in Denmark? Denmark, yes. And then from Copenhagen to Gothenburg, it's like a puddle jumper. It's like a 50-minute flight, and we land in Gothenburg at around 3 o'clock or 4. And then uh, depending on how how spaced out, travel-legged I am, I'm probably just going to grab a bite to eat and go to bed. leg? <laughs> yeah. Well, you think about the travel and time difference. Like, it can just really mess with you. Maybe that's why Team USA left yesterday. 
Possibly. Right? Because you got to get used to the time zone, the jet lag, get some yeah. practices. So. Well, look at uh, even uh, our, our boys from Osiptog. When they arrived at the Freddy, they, they arrived like the night before they played. Yeah. So they had no, they had, they couldn't get those cobwebs out of their legs. I bet you, I bet you if they came in like two days before, it, it, it would have been a different, way different tournament for everybody else facing them. Because they, I think so. Yeah. Because they were in every game. Like it was, it was, they were really nice to watch. But they were in the division of death. So they were in that, the That's what they're division. saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys got tickets here for the World Junior? Yes, we do. I, I bought tickets at like, 6 30 in the morning one day and i bought the last two tickets for both semi-final games and oh, both geez. medal games so Boy. i got really lucky but unfortunately bush and i uh were searching high and wide and looking all over the world wide web and we cannot find oh. a team usa jersey i'm upset I'm up, I'm really really upset at that. I called Grand Forks. I called Fargo. I called War Road. I called I Falls. We should have called Duluth. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you tell me. But anyways, no, not one sporting goods store. Not one played against sports. Not one. Um, um, they're equivalent to Hockey Life. They do not sell Hockey USA jerseys, or even a T-shirt. I was like, come. I was getting. I was on the phone. I called the states. I bet you for about an hour and a half. I bet on hold. Can you transfer me here? Then I said. Then I said. I called one. Can you direct me to the uh, section where sports apparel is? And they said, "Yep." And the guy goes, "What are you looking for?" I'm looking for any type of hockey USA jerseys. He goes, "Oh, why?" He goes, "I'm like, oh my why? god." <laughs> <laughs> why am I I'm like, "Just it's just the biggest tournament for for uh, under twenty year olds to play." Like. And you're supposed to be a hockey ha- hotbed, like state. Come on. Yeah, they call it what the state of hockey. Minnesota. Yeah. But you go to, you, I called Hockey Life here up here in Canada, Winnipeg. Hey, do you guys sell, uh, I just thought of him. I said, you, you wouldn't happen to sell World, World Junior stuff. He goes, no, just Team Canada. So you come up to Canada here, Manitoba. Yeah, there's you can get Team Canada apparel. You can get Team Canada apparel in Kenora. You should have tried that shell. Shield from uh, Fargo. That's who I called. Or Grand Forks, yeah. I called. I called Shields. Yep, Shield Sporting. It's everything. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, I was thinking about the time I went to Eveleth. You weren't there, but me, Jack, and Matt Wilkie, we went to the Hockey Hall of Fame and just kind of toured around. And then I remember the merchandise because I was looking at it. All they had was Hockey Hall of Fame uh, stuff, sweaters. No, like Team USA for sale or nothing like that. Because I was going to get our boys from Eveleth uh, to meet me up at, uh, well, I was going to ask you to come for a ride. I was going to get them to meet me at, at uh, Border Bar Pizza, uh, Border Bar mm-hmm. at I Falls. And you know, I was going to order like 10 pizzas and bring them home again, like I we did last been. time. I know. <laughs> or I would have bought you like 10 pizzas. You know what I mean? But let's go right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get there at midnight. <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh yeah, have fun. Uh, don't eat no American Canadian food. Try no. Don't go to IKEA and eat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Bush will be checking in on Facebook and yeah, seconds and posting pictures and videos of his his vacation in Sweden yeah. over the Christmas holidays. Um, 
Uh, for myself, I'm going to Mexico, Puerto Valera. So I'm going to download that. Do you have to buy that TSN app if you want to watch the World Juniors? I think so, eh? Uh, the Apple the Apple loan will probably give you like that just highlight. a generic scores. They are highlight here and there. But I think if you have to, uh, if you want to watch the game, you might have to subscribe. Oh, so. Difference. So, yeah. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be in Mexico where I doubt they'll have TSN. So it looks like I'll be uh, watching the World Juniors on the beach. Drinking my, I don't know, what kind of drinks do they have down there? I don't know. Mexican drinks? Sugary drinks. That's all I can think of. I just want to give a shout out and uh, to episode 45 guest, Keyshawn Gervais. Yes. Uh, Keyshawn did a really, uh, a really good thing. I think uh, it's, he uh, saw some youth who, uh, who wanted some, uh, apparel. He want, wanted a pair of shoes, and Keyshawn, from the the big heart that he has, he yeah. bought these youth some shirt, um, like clothing and a pair of some shoes. So it's just to show you how big of a heart Keyshawn really has. Um, it's it always comes back to you, right? Like karma. You do yeah. to others, it'll come. Uh, goodness will come back to you. So yeah, I just want to give him a shout out because it's it was really awesome to see, and he's such a um polite young man that he mm-hmm. goes he shares his uh shares his money with others i guess eh? and like yeah. especially during this time when a lot of kids and families can't afford a lot of things families are struggling so it's good to see that there's a lot of good people still in this world who's who's willing to uh help out others who are in need so good job Keyshawn. we're uh, we're proud of you over here so and keep on playing good he's having a really good season Playing in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the Oilers in the East Coast League. See, see, then you like you want to see him with the Freddie, but at the same time, you also want him to see him success in their in their pro clubs. Yeah, that if he's at the Freddie, that means they got knocked out. Yeah, and he had a really That's, good Freddie tournament yeah. last year. Uh, oh, he did he ever? For, yep. Plays for his home community, the Kisi Coos Rangers. Uh, them and Moose Factory Scrappers had a really good game. Uh, mm-hmm. Scrappers won by one and. But uh, they were, it was a back and forth game. So the Rangers are a really good good team. So and Keyshawn's just a uh, big a big part of that team, the Rangers team. So uh let, yeah, let's head to our interview with uh Whereas Hockey would like to introduce our guest for this week, episode one hundred and one. He's currently playing with the Laval Rockets of the American Hockey League. Res Hockey would like to introduce from Cross Lake, Manitoba, Mr. Brady Keeper. Welcome to the show, Brady. Thank you for having me. You know what? I almost made a mistake. I did this last time when, who was Tony Apatagon was on our show? Uh, when I was introducing him, I almost said he was from Cross Lake, but he's from Norway House. I almost said I almost said you were from Norway House. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Yeah. Beef there. <laughs> it's like they always, uh, they always mess around those guys. Got good buddies over there. Uh, like I mentioned, you are currently playing with Laval Rockets. How's your season going for so far? It's been it's been good. Um, past uh, I guess I don't know how many games we have now. Twenty five. 
no Christmas break here, but it's been good so far. Meeting the meeting the boys, good group of guys. I'm one of the older guys now. I'm only 27, but I feel the old guy. I mean, most of the guys call me uncle. They ask me what the they're asking me what the what to call me. I said call me uncle, and everybody's calling me uncle now. But it's been good so far. Just one of the guys that's just playing and enjoying being healthy. Yeah. Um, the past couple of years have been rough, but it's been good so far. Let's uh, go back to your junior days. Uh, you played with the OCN Blizzard. How was it playing uh, in the MJ back in the day? It was good. I think I, uh, I first came in that first year. I came in with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot tougher guys. Um, when I was seventeen, I was there. Yeah, when I was seventeen. Uh, Bounty played that one, the one, uh, the one game that that year, and went back to North Stars to go visit, uh, finish school. So I wasn't going to school when I was there. But Ocean was fun. I had a chance to play with my brother for two years, which was uh, which was nice, and just being close to home too, getting getting to go home on days off, and. It's just, it was just always nice to go home. Yeah. Um, a lot of ice fishing on, a day, on days after practice. So we were always on the ice. And then we had a lot of native guys on our team. We had uh, Jason Smith, who was our coach there for a while. And the late Derek Fontaine kind of put all the, the, the group together. Um, but that was probably the most fun I've had playing hockey was in Ocean. Yeah, we had Smitty on the show maybe a year and a half ago. Great guy. He's so uh yeah, for real. <laughs> funny. It's always nice to be around that guy. Still when I see him still talk to him everything just like we were never apart. <laughs> he was always at the rink and he was there. So he um, was such a good player. Hopefully he comes out of retirement this year for old timers because I know his wife Bought him some new skates, so if you're looking, yeah, he has a he has a bomb too. Yeah, <laughs> he's even practiced there in OCN. He just he used a two piece, so he had a blade on the and then the shaft. He was still using a two piece, and he just rip pucks. <laughs> um, University of Maine. I got a question. Uh. Trevor took me to a hockey tournament in Blaine, Minneapolis, or Blaine, Minnesota, about three three years ago, and it was the first time I've ever been on that size of a rink. Was there much of a was there a big transition coming from a MJ rink to that type of rink, or was it just did you just seem like there's like skate forever in and you're in the blue? Yeah, it was different for sure because we have the big student section there, so they're always they're chanting right throughout the game like chirping the other team. And that's how it was <laughs> in OCN too. So it was just a lot, a lot smaller, but I just felt like it was a, it was loud no matter what, both ranks. Um, I know, I think, especially in hockey, you see probably had the best fans uh, for sure. Uh, it was always packed. Um then there's a reserve across the river there too that you see a lot of uh, native people come watch, which is a good thing. But 
it was the biggest transition, I guess, going to those bigger rinks like BUBC. Yeah. And then uh, it was uh, pretty cool and seeing the campuses and everything like that. But it was just, uh, I never really looked at that. I just kind of played, I guess. Mm. I, the noise is there all the time. And, but I just, I just played and enjoyed playing and never really looked at anything like that. <laughs> Alfie Michaud, he was on the show a while back. Uh, how big of an influence was Alfie uh, for you while you were at Maine? Um, he was big. Like, he's one of the main reasons why I got there. Um, came into the hockey school in Cross Lake. Like a hockey, it was be a goalie school, and I guess it turned into a full full on hockey school. So I kind of helped out in that. And then he kind of told me about me. I think he was like just a goalie coach at the time, just helping out. But he was for sure the main reason why I got to Maine. And then when I got to Maine, I tried to leave a bunch of times. And then he was probably one of the main reasons why I stayed there. So with my dad and just the coaches there were really, really good to me. And obviously my uh, my wife came down too and helped me out with that too <laughs> Florida Panthers right out of Maine um what was that like Florida still like even I never took it in I think I regret taking that all in during that time because it just goes by fast and you never know if you're gonna get there again um but I didn't know if I was going to leave at that, that year or two. Kind of, I guess there was like three or four days I had to make my choice to see if I was going to sign and then talk to my agent, my family, and they told me it was the best thing to do. Uh, but it was just a dream come true to uh, sign and uh, all the sacrifices. Not just for my not 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 that I made, but like even my parents and everything that helped me. Yeah. Um. It kind of like it was it it was good. Um. I didn't even know how to explain it. Still, like even <laughs> thinking about it yeah. right now, it's just it was just surreal. Um. Uh, I didn't know if I was gonna play. And then. Once I, uh, in Ottawa, was, which was nice, my family, my parents were already down. And then once I found out I was going to play, people, I don't know how people knew I was going to play, but people were in Ottawa already at that time. So there's a lot of people from back home who came and watched, who had a chance to watch me play. Um, it was crazy. It was just, uh, I didn't know which team I was going to sign for to, with, with at that time. And Florida was the main reason. There's a guy, the, the, one of the scouts who came and watched me, even from the my first year, came and watched me, talked to me a lot, came to me and he would talk to me there and kind of uh, really trusted him. And uh, he's a, I think he's a scout here in, in for Montreal too. So that's probably why the, I'm, I'm, I'm here uh, was because of him. Uh, who were the other teams that gave you offers? 
I know there was Dallas. Yeah. I know there was Dallas. Um, Florida. I think it was Ottawa and New York Islanders. How was your, I think uh, I think those I think those ones I would have just wanted to write down to the American League. Oh yeah, Florida. They gave me a chance to go up there and uh, just learn to be a pro and watch the guys and um, obviously make some money while I was up there. <laughs> your uh, pregame skate, you you did a couple of rookie laps. How was it? Were you nervous doing your pregame rookie lap? I think I was. More nervous, like once the game started. I think everything settled down when these guys, uh, Barkoff and Yandel, yelled at me to go take that ceremonial puck drop. I think everything after that was just just a regular game. That's how I felt during yeah. that time. But I think seeing my parents and then my wife and kids there was where they go. They fuck. Like, shit. <laughs> that's, how, that's, that's how I felt. But I think that was and then just getting in the NHL rink was um surreal and I think uh like all the hard work paid off. I was kinda of thinking to myself and just staying away from everything and trying to stay in a straight line. <laughs> and just trying to enjoy it yeah. was, the, was the main thing. Sorry. <laughs> um, what's it like playing in the Val right now? Weather-wise, like what's 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 going on there? It's really really mild winter up here. <laughs> um, same thing. We had snow. I think. I think it was two weeks ago or last week. It's probably all melted now. Um, it's just wet, <laughs> but uh, it's been nice so far. We haven't got any snow. Um, it's it's kind of different in Quebec too, because like a lot of French guys and um, all these French guys speaking like uh, like these little kids from back home, you know, broken English and everything. It kind of <laughs> feels like that. Um, it kind of feels like home, I guess you could say. But all, a lot of the younger guys, they're all young. A lot of French. I think we only got like four or five English guys that are here. Um, but the fans are crazy. Like we haven't been doing very well. But the fans always show up and they're always loud at the at the, at the rink. Uh, you're currently playing with Riley McKay too, who's always who's uh, always there. Who's uh, indigenous? How is it having an another uh, indigenous player on the team playing with you? It's been good. Macker's been good. Um, I think uh, I've been calling him nep nephew. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, it's been good. He's a. Uh, it's nice to have a guy like that around. So it's a lot easier. I feel like when you have a guy like that around, especially. Kind of knows the background of where you uh, where you come from, and I th I think he's uh I think he's Métis, and it's just fun. He, he talks about the uh, the Freddie Sasaki movies tournament all the time. Getting ready for Freddie, <laughs> getting ready for Freddie. He always says. 
He's a good player too. He's uh, I only I only remember him playing in the junior when he was in Swan River. That's I think that's the last time. And then seeing him here was uh, pretty huh. cool to have him a guy like that around too. I was in Winnipeg when you guys played against the Moose, and I was very impressed the way he played. Man, he's a really good hard nosed. Yeah, hard nosed. He was in the corners, and he he's one of those players that he would get under your skin and just just grab. Yeah, he's always, he's not afraid to drop the the gloves on anybody too. I think you'll stick up for your team uh, teammates no matter what, and he's just not afraid. And I think that's why he's here, and can actually he can he can play. Yeah, he could. Uh, how's the travel in the American League? Uh, do you guys fly out? Do you guys bus? How's the travel? We we flew to Abbotsford and we flew to Winnipeg. I think it's the only flights we took, and then everything else we play on the East Coast over here. Um, so teams like Syracuse, Rochester, we play a lot, and then there's Belleville right there. So most of the, most of the time the bus. It's just bus. Our longest bus ride was uh, to Lehigh and Hershey. So it's like eight hours. <laughs> so it's not too bad. It's not too bad, I think. Well, for me anyways, because living across Lake, eight hours to Winnipeg, dude yeah. there and back. So felt like it was normal. I'm just laying there on my phone anyways. I'm not driving, so it's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pregame yeah. routine? Me, I'm, I'm not really, not really that kind of guy. I just kind of go with the flow. Make sure I get my my legs warmed up and everything, but kind of just like uh, just go with the flow. What the guys are doing, like I don't play sewer at all. I know that sewer ball, not the. Uh, the soccer when these guys go play soccer for the games i'm not i don't do that i'm not very good <laughs> so i kind of stay away from it but everything else is usually the main thing is grab a coffee tape my sticks then just sit down in, in my stall yeah, 20 30 minutes before warm up so i kind of start getting ready and stretching out get my legs into it what kind of uh, flex and curve do you currently use for your twig? I use a 95. Everybody has to use CCM sticks. I think there's three or four guys who don't. Um, my curve is like a backstrom. Okay. Yeah. A, little bit, a little bit bigger than a backstrom. Um, so I, ne I never really switched anything at the same stick. Since I got to Maine, because that's when I kind of was always sure with a junior. That's what the DMJ had. Um, but yeah, tried a warrior once in school, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I stayed with the CCM and <laughs> kind of stuck stuck with that until now. Maybe I got a switcher that I haven't scored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I saw on Facebook uh, we're for mutual friends with Titus Titus Simple. Uh, he posted uh, you guys went to Morgan Wallen together in Montreal. Yep. Are you a Morgan Wallen fan? Yeah, he's. I, I like him. Um, it was good that uh, Titus was there too. We got to know him very well. Pretty good. 
uh, I was I think this last summer, past summer. Um, uh, Bridget uh, introduced us, and Bridget Lacroix introduced us, and kind of keep in touch with him a lot. Nice guy, but yeah, I think uh, I like working with him. I like Ernest better. But yeah, Ernest Moyas is uh. <laughs> the, the king of the north so you gotta, you gotta love that guy it's funny how he's uh, like ever since he, he jumped on social media he's gone like way popular than he was like back back in the like 90s is he on social media now? I didn't yeah, know he's on Facebook and <laughs> didn't even send me a friend request <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I went to the Morgan Wallen concert here in Winnipeg, and it was probably one of the better concerts I've been. He's to. pretty good, eh? Yeah, he was really good. He sounds really good live. And then really the guy that uh, performed too before him was pretty good too. So I think I never heard ever sing before by gun. Yeah, Ernest and Bailey Zimmerman. But yeah, those guys yeah. are good too. Yeah, I like his music. So you're a country fan? I'm trying to convince Bush to listen to country music, but he's not. He's not. Oh, a, what do you? What kind? <laughs> yeah, Metallica. The, yeah, the old school. Yeah, he's still eighties rock. Eighties <laughs> <laughs> on eight for my serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, more of a country guy, I think, for myself. Anyways, in the in the Go summer, there. in the summer, I uh, I saw on. Facebook that you play fastball. Do you uh, do you love playing fastball? Yeah, that was because uh, I know because I know it's big in Cross Lake. Yeah, it's. I've always tried to play. I know. I after I signed, I took like two or three years off. Didn't even play, so I didn't, I didn't want to get hurt. And then I just felt like I need to because that's what I wanted to do in the summers was. That's what I always did in the summers growing up was fastball in the summer and then hockey in the wintertime. Never worked out when I was younger. Just just played. But yeah, I still play. I usually go play with the um, Mallard Stars and that big uh, Aboriginal tournament they have every year. Um, I think that's the only tournament I've played in the past two years. Even after I broke my leg, I couldn't even barely run when I still play just try to hit the ball over the fence every time <laughs> advice what uh, advice would you give young indigenous players coming up the ranks um I think the best advice would be you know, cliche but just, just never giving up don't be afraid to Don't be afraid to fail. It's like not really failing. You're kind of learning at the same time. Um, stay away from the drugs and alcohol because that doesn't get you anywhere, no matter what. But just enjoying and having fun playing is the biggest thing for me. That's what I learned growing up was just loving the game and it'll, it'll love you back. Um, I think all, I mean, the sacrifices you make will eventually pay off, even if people don't see you doing the good things or 
putting in the work. I've always been the guy to kind of keep to myself and just do what I need to do. Yeah. And never, not like a Facebook kind of poster kind of guy like that. But, um, but yeah, just staying away from the drugs, staying away from alcohol, because, you know, back home that takes takes a big toll on their people. And I've learned that from the from when I was small, from my parents always reminding me and putting that in my head. So I didn't want to, I just didn't want to have any excuses to say that's the reason why I didn't try to achieve my goal and live my dream. Before we uh, let you go, we always finish our interviews what we with what we call five rapid niche questions. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Question number one, baked or fried bannock? It's, it's a tough choice, yeah. That's hard, yeah. Both are really good. I'll say baked. I know. Finally, someone yeah. said baked for, for probably the last 15 shows. Everyone has been saying fried bannock, but I'm a big fan of baked, baked bannock. I, yeah, baked with jam. Exactly. Uh, question number two: Ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? Uh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, <laughs> you had to. <laughs> you had to yeah. Uh, question number three: Ever see Ernest Muniaz live in concert? Not in concert. We seen him at the, the Freddy tournament singing there. Yeah, he was that. I've always seen him around CrossFit. He was the op opening act last year at the Freddy. Funny yeah. story that when after he was done singing, he had like security walking him out the arena. It was it was like wow, people were security? just trying to get yeah, people were just trying to get at him to take pictures. I didn't even know that because we were getting dressed at that time. I didn't even. I we went and watched and watched him sing there for a while. And we went back into the dressing room. I didn't know the security. He had full on security there. Yeah, because we tried to get a picture with him, and security kind of cut us off. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, Gotta protect that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Question number four: Indian taco or Bannock burger? Bannock burger for sure. Fifth and last question: Can you jig? Can I jig? I could say I can. <laughs> <laughs> we all. Do. I don't know if my yeah. I don't know. If my wife probably says no, but I think I can. When yeah. uh, yeah, I'll say yeah, I can. <laughs> all right, Brady. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us uh, on your during your your season i know you're busy with practice and travel but we uh, really appreciate you taking the time to come sit with us and talk some hockey thank you very much and congrats on the 100 episodes you guys had there thanks thanks it's, thanks uh, thanks it's a big accomplishment and uh we really do this show for the youth to, to have guys like you to come on and talk hockey and to share your story and how it what it takes to get to that next level of uh hockey so yeah thanks for joining us and we wish you the best of the best of luck for the rest of the season with Laval. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, we'll talk to you again. Enjoy, enjoy your holidays. All right, thanks you too. Yeah.
Thanks. See ya. Bye. One. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cut Got Bush it. off because Bush was trying to talk, and I actually <laughs> cut him off before we went to our interview with Brady. But uh, thanks, uh, Keeps, for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck, you and Riley and the Lavelle Rockets for the rest, the rest of your season. So cool, uh, cool thing. Uh, Laval plays Owen and Wilkesbury uh, Penguins on Friday, so that should be a oh uh, cool game. Um, I have that AHL package that I could watch AHL games, so I think I'm gonna tune into that. Oh, nice Friday and watch the watch the three guys. Uh, play. Um, what were you gonna say? <clears throat> no, another shout out and acknowledgement, uh, and wishing of good luck. Um, one of our guests, um, episode 22, Kelly Babstock, she is signed with Switzerland, Switzerland. Uh, am I pronouncing this? Switzerland L- Lugano? Lugano? Yeah. Lugano ladies. Lugano? L- yeah. Lugano. Yeah. Good luck, Bab. Uh, yeah. She's always been a big supporter of our show and uh, Switzerland. Yeah, can't can't go around with Switzerland. No, uh, that's no. one place I want to go to too. It's on my bucket list. Um, the Spangler Cup. Spangler Cup. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she'll be at the Freddy this year. She was not the Freddy mm-hmm. last year, so good luck, Babs, and uh, we'll see you in May. Yeah. Uh, this week's Red Hockey Top Five. Top five hockey moments for 2023. Um, I think these are important moments for the indigenous. What the hell? Indigenous people? Community? Indigenous community. Yeah, I like that word. <laughs> listeners, community, yeah. Not the people, but the listeners. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, number five. Cross Lake Islanders and Sage Strong win the Freddy. Uh, Cross Lake men and Sage Strong women, uh, respectively, won their division at the Freddy. The Freddy's pretty much the Indian Stanley Cup now. The tournament's so big and it's uh, the best of the best. So, congratulations to those teams. And it was really, uh, yeah. really good to see. I mean, the, the hockey was top notch. The whole weekend. So yeah, number five was uh Cross Lake and State Strong winning their respective divisions. That's Freddie. Uh yeah. number four, Carrie Terrence making team USA. <clears throat> it's not yeah. every day that an indigenous player makes team USA or team Canada for for the world junior. So um with Carrie making the team, I'm sure most of us will be cheering for team USA. Yeah. I always want to show our love and support to our indigenous players so go team usa so congrats again carrie okay uh number one number three is uh indigenous players getting drafted into the nhl draft this past june uh there was a number of players uh carson bjarnson got drafted to philadelphia carrie terrence you always mention Carey. Yeah. He got drafted by Anaheim. <laughs> Grayson <clears throat> Sauchin got drafted by Florida. Jaden Perron to Carolina. Jace, Jason Shagaby 
to Tampa Bay and Brett Highland to Washington. So that's a, one, two, three, four, five, six indigenous players getting drafted yeah. to the NHL. Uh, number two for a Red Hockey Top 5 moments in 2023 is the PWHL draft. Uh, yes. PWHL is the new women's professional league. Uh, we got former guest Jonathan LaRock got drafted. Uh, and Victoria Bach got drafted. And who's the third one? Abby Rock. Boom. <laughs> Abby, Abby got drafted to New York. So um, Abby has agreed to come on the show, but she's, uh, Abby's really busy. It's cool. Like on social media, she's always traveling and doing her thing. So yeah. Um, when I talked to Abby last, last June, she agreed to come on the show, but she's uh, just been busy doing her thing, which is cool. So hopefully we'll have Abby on the show. So, um, there was another like indigenous hockey. We're not, they uh, named another player that was drafted, but we're not going to name name her because, I don't know, how can we say this? I'm going to say it, okay? Okay. Let's go. Um, there's a player who claims to be Métis, but doesn't have their Métis status. Oh, So okay. Hockey Indigenous, <clears throat> which we're affiliated with, they, they named this player but i'm not going to name this player because they're just because they're saying that they're they're metis right so even though we have uh someone with strong relations or strong ties to the hockey community the indian hockey community is saying that this person does not have their status or their metis status and they're just saying that they are so we're not going to mention that name. Did I say your name already? No, you didn't. Oh, I thought I did. <laughs> no. <laughs> did we say her name or no? No. No. Okay. We'll, we'll keep we, we'll we'll keep that hidden. Yeah, everyone knows who I'm well when we're talking about women's the PWHL drafts, right? But yeah. It it kind of bugs me. It does because she won the what did she win? She won an award, the national uh like player of the year award for indigenous players. So, I mean, for someone to say that they're Métis, but they're not, they're not, uh, like, they don't have their card. How, like, is that stealing away from someone who's, like, an, a status Indian or a status Inuit or a status Métis person? Do you Cause remember won, that? Because she won the Brian Trotre Most Valuable Indigenous Player in 2023. So she won like a major award, even though she's not a status person under, under, I don't know, like under the government, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So is she stealing an award from say you, you could have been the MVP. I could have been the MVP. Yeah. Like, can someone say, okay, I'm, I'm uh, I'm First Nations, but I just I'm just I just don't have my status card. But I want, <laughs> but I can win the same award as you. Mm-hmm. Is that legit? Yeah. 
That that shouldn't be legit. I don't think so. So, just like how, what do that you goalie, or I mean, you know how like nowadays like the pretendians, just like uh, Buffery Saint Marie, she's won a lot of awards, yeah. and now now they're saying she's not even indigenous. She's not even First Nations, right? So, mm-hmm. it's just the same thing as what this girl is doing, and winning all these winning these awards and saying yeah. she's indigenous when she's not really I don't know. Yeah. You know I mean? like, yeah. Well look at the goalie that uh, that lied. Like Freddie. Yeah. He blatantly lied to Wacy to Fred uh, to uh to Gabe. Just blatantly lied and said, uh oh yeah, I'm status or I'm I'm my card. And then he got called on it. They asked his father to prove it. And he couldn't. He couldn't prove it. And I've been looking at this person's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and she has her own personal uh, website where she uh, she's a hockey instructor for her hockey camps. And there's not one word about her being Métis or what her celebrating, yeah, or her celebrating her heritage or anything. And so that makes you wonder, like, how yeah. she, doesn't, she doesn't say who she is, right? Mm-hmm. Because you look at like a lot of hockey players and their their profiles on social media, they'll say who they are. Yeah, so I'm from this, I'm a I'm a Cree from Moose Cree from First Nation, or whatever. They'll you know what they'll I mean? say that, yeah. Um, but this person doesn't say who she is or doesn't. So it makes you wonder, like, is she really? So, yeah, because we know she. She's not allowed to participate in a tournament because she doesn't. She wasn't. Uh, she doesn't have her right documentation. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Documentation. Right. Yeah. I use a big word today. He is. You use the word with more than three syllables. Congratulations. That's <laughs> <laughs> MRT. So, but anyways, yeah. You just don't want to give acknowledgement to someone who's not. Indigenous. Yeah. She may say she is, but good for her. But I think she's just stealing from other indigenous players, and we won't mention. Uh, no, let's not but, talk about her anymore. But this. please prove us wrong. Yeah, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Yeah. Um, that was our number two. Yeah, our <laughs> list is the PWHL woman who've been drafted. Okay, number one for Red Hot Top Five moments yeah. is uh, our enough ratting. Yeah, our boy uh, Zach White Cloud went in the Stanley Cup back in June with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, yeah, it felt like we all won when he won the cup. Like every reserve was just yeah, happy. every Indigenous person was happy. And well, I, for me, it was a win-win situation because you had Brandon Montour in Florida, or you had Zach, Zach White Cloud. Yeah, the, the the cup was going to uh, to the Indigenous community either way. Yeah, right, so exactly. Either way, it was, we're going to win in the Stanley Cup. Fight. It was awesome. But yeah. And you know what really surprised me? That Stanley Cup's bigger than people think. It is. It's 30 pounds, It's, man. it's huge. Like, when he came in uh, on the horse carriage, and that, he's oh, crap, that cup is huge. And then when he lifted it up out of it, and he hoisted it, like, that's, it's massive. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, 
imagine like lifting it up after you're winning, like after the game's done, you're so tired, you're exhausted, yeah. but you're still able to lift that thing like it's nothing. Yeah. Especially with Zach because he had a hand injury, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All all that just all that excitement and just the cup probably felt like a feather. Yeah. So yeah, that's our uh, Red Hockey top five moments in 2023. So Cross Lake, stay strong, winning a Freddie, Carey making Team USA, yeah. uh, Indigenous players getting drafted to the NHL and the PWHL and Zach winning the cup. So sorry yeah. for our listeners and uh, people on YouTube for my little rant about this person. <laughs> But it, it does bother me because it is true. You're you're taking out it, from other indigenous, and it sh- it should bother people. It really should. People should feel angry about it. I mean, like for how many how many years were we told not to be Indian, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you got those same people that are saying, "Oh well, my fifth grandfather was Indian, so I get the same rights as you." I'm gonna go on a rant. So no, I'm I'm shutting it down right there. <laughs> and like, yeah, you can. Day you're Métis, but you gotta have yeah, like you gotta yeah. be part of like the Métis Nation of Ontario, or or I know they're going to court because uh, that's Let, let's end the rants. <laughs> yeah, but like the Red River Métis, right? Yeah. They're the homeland Métis nation, and so because there's a lot of fake Métis nations like from Ontario out east, and all you mm-hmm. have to do is buy a membership. Pay yeah. two hundred bucks and you get a membership card and there you get to see your mate team. So, but yeah, I think this person has to come out and prove us wrong. Prove us wrong, and because yeah. you're, because you're, I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next topic before before Trevor loses a gasket in his head. Uh, we're gonna do a midterm report card. Uh, oh. it's the Christmas season, so half. The first half of a uh, beer league is done. First half of old timers is done. So we just yep. gonna do, I'm gonna be completely honest. I want Bush to be honest, and I know if he's BSing you or not. <laughs> I want Bush to give his the the grade himself on how he is playing this year in beer league here in Kenora and and uh, old timers. So what grade would you give yourself playing beer league? And warm up a solid A plus. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say what part of the game, so <laughs> so uh, oh, actual game. Oh, okay, yeah, actual yeah. game. Well, I, I can mean, see. Oh. With you being one of the older guys. In the, I, the I, whole you can, league, you can say it. The oldest the guy. Oldest guy in the league? I think I'm the oldest. Uh, I'm the oldest male in the league. Yeah, that's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think by uh, maybe eight years, almost ten years. So, how do you? What would your grade be for your mid-season uh, report card for playing? Probably, I know where I know my role. I'm no offensive D. I'll get the puck out and then I'll change up. I I do I do what I can. So I give myself a B minus. B minus. B minus. Yeah. B minus. My coach used to say one year he used to say, "It's the glass or your ass." <laughs> Off the glass. Yeah. 
or it's your ash. So it's uh just keep it simple, right? Yeah. You don't have to dangle and try to stick handle past five guys in your own end. I did I did uh a couple fake slap shots though and psyched the other player out. I was we were killing a penalty and I there's players up at, at our blue line and I, I wound up real hard and I just slapped the ice real hard and they all skated down down the way and I just stopped and I just kind of looked. I'm like, oh, hey, this worked. It still works. And then they come back around. I bet, but I bet you that killed a good maybe almost 10 seconds for them to realize what I'd done. And that's a long time for a penalty kill. Really? Yeah. Uh, you you also play old timers, so what would yeah. you rate yourself for the old timers division? Oh, I give myself a I'd give myself a C. Why C? Oh, just because I I found myself doing trying to trying to do way too much. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll give myself a B a B minus because I haven't been showing up the games as much. Um. And when I do, I just, I kind of, uh, with old timers, I'm an offensive defenseman. I'll skate for offense, but defense, I'll take my time coming back. And there's always an odd man rush. Yeah. <laughs> I've been scoring though. I think I got, I wrote down on the calendar. I got three on, on Friday. So. I I think in hindsight, I probably should have retired after the Naffin game against uh, Crow Lake. You should. Five goal performance. That's <laughs> I could say I got witnesses. And he scored against <laughs> uh, the Manitoba Premier, so he went down his yeah. wing every time. <laughs> Wob was pretty weak on his side, so Bush took advantage. <laughs> yeah, so that's our... Uh, Midterm report card for yep. Beer League and Old Timers. We'll have a, a one at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, end of end of uh, March. We'll yeah, see how February, March. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas shopping. It's uh, December nineteenth. It's almost time yeah. to start your Christmas shopping. I got a good. I got a good uh, five days to to, uh, to start. There's lots of time. I mean, there's lots of time. Go to Winnipeg on Friday, which is the 22nd, yeah. so I'll, I'll start then. <laughs> and I'll just go to the stores that aren't busy. <laughs> like American Eagle will be yeah. busy and Foot Locker will be busy. So the other stores, I'll I'll go to. So yep. hopefully people, like kids aren't disappointed. <laughs> I mean, so are you, uh, do you start early or do you? Do you start late? I start November. Really? Yeah. Well, lately I've just been getting the kids trips and big, big ticket items. So like this, like next year, I I told them my Christmas present is going to be uh, another trip to Big White. We're going to go skiing in Kelowna. And then uh, I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to pay uh, their lift ticket fees. I'm going to pay for the room and all the food. Is that next Christmas you guys going yeah. or this morning? Yeah. Like 12. No, no, no. Like just next Christmas, next December. Next December. Yeah, and then no, I don't have the vacation to go this March because of the my daughter went and played in Neg in Halifax, oh, yeah. and, and I used the days to go there, and then I got to save vacation for the Freddy. 
Because I, I, I can't rely on, on, on us winning the 50 50 this year. <laughs> yeah. Remember you, got, 50, you remember, hospital 50, 50. You remember you got in trouble? Oh, yeah. Damn it. Stupid <laughs> social media. Everybody thought you won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Thunder Bay 50 50. Every, everybody who is in Ontario is eligible to buy it and win it. It's it's quite a it's quite a uh, it's quite a jackpot right now. So if I win it, uh, I'll be happy. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. I just want to give thanks out to all the former guests that sent us videos on our hundredth yes. episode. We got a video from Dwayne Junior, Donnie. Who else did we get one? Uh, Keyshawn, Owen, Owen and Sydney yeah. uh, Daniels just sent me a text. He sent me a. Video. Oh, nice. So I'll upload that on our oh, Facebook. Cool. So thanks, uh, thanks, Sid. And yep. thanks to Scotty too. Scotty, uh, her dad, Scotty Daniels, messaged me and sent me a congratulations. So I'm still trying to get Scotty Daniels to come on the show. Oh, throw out the hair. I don't. I, I had it chopped off. I I had it all set for when we first began. Had the flow, but uh, I'm afraid not anymore though. He keeps on uh, changing the subject every time I ask him. Hey, Scotty, come on the show. I need, I need a guest. <laughs> he's, uh, he's always dodging us. So, uh, what else? Okay, uh, James Smith Hockey Tournament in Saskatoon at the Merlis Belchers, December twenty seventh to the 29th. Uh, Bush and I were going over the teams, and this is going to be yeah. a really good tournament. Uh, I wouldn't play in a tournament this. Like so close early? after Christmas. I mean, you're gonna be full of turkey, man. Like yeah, turkey and stuffing and gravy and and have the meat just, sweats. And now you gotta go gonna... play coffee tournament. <laughs> yeah, uh, the meat sweats. <laughs> for the rec division, there's 16 teams. You got Beardies, James Smith, Whitecaps, Moose Lake, Sandy Lake, OCN. Waterhen, Shoal Lake, PBC, and Eagles, Canoe Lake, PBC, and Stars, Yellow Quill, Muskeg Lake, Pelican Narrow, Pontiac Pat, and Whitefish. So that's uh, that's some of these teams are Freddy teams, like yeah. teams that played in the Freddy. You got Beardies played in the Freddy, uh, Sandy Lake, OCN, PBC, and Stars, Canoe Lake, and Whitefish. So these are gonna have a these are. Uh, it's going to be a good tournament. It starts yeah. on Wednesday. So uh, if you're in Saskatoon or Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Alberta, and you want to go watch some good hockey, head over to Saskatoon where the where the Freddy happened. So it's a, it's a good rink. Yeah. Uh, who's your, if you were going to pick two two teams to go in the finals, who would you pick? Uh, I would pick PBCN. PBCN, where are they? PBCN Eagles, no, game number five. Oh, wait, PBCN, PBCN Stars and Canoe Lake. But it looks like if PBCN and Canoe Lake win their first game, they'll play again. They'll play each other their second game. So that's going to be a good game. So I think uh, I'll go with I'll go with Canoe Lake winning the. Winning the tournament. We're not sure if there's imports allowed, but it's uh, with a lot of these players, like uh, a lot of players playing junior and pro in college, it's going to 
come down to the actual reserve players, right, who are going to be winning mm-hmm. tournaments like this. So I'll go with uh, Canoe Lake and PBN, PBCN Stars in the finals for that one. Who do you pick? You need your glasses, your old man. Glasses. I can't read your writing, because it's it's blurred a little bit. It's not every my time... writing. I got this. Uh... Well, no, when when you took it, it's blurred. I got the same thing. Oh, as this one. I go with PBCN Eagles. But PBCN Stars is like the big, like the the main red team. Okay. Is there? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, Canoe Lake. And I think, or maybe I do need my glasses. Okay, <laughs> I say Whitefish will have a good chance too. Whitefish is always good. Uh, there's a 35 plus division. Uh, there's OCN, PBCN, Red Pheasant, Jane Smith, Beardies, Larange, Canoe Lake, Sandy Lake. That's that's a good one. I say Red Pheasant will do good. These are all Freddy teams, man. <laughs> for the 35 plus, I'm sure there's a lot of players yeah. are playing 35 plus and still play Freddy, right? Absolutely. So I'll go with Red Pheasant on that one. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. that. Yeah, Red Pheasant. Our boy Ty Whatney and all his uh, relatives mm-hmm. will uh, do good, I'm sure, in that tournament for the 35 plus. So, uh, anything else before we uh, before get out uh, of? before we log off for 2023? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm no. drawing a blank. Okay. Well, uh, thanks guys for joining us for episode 101. We really appreciate you hanging out with us for uh, 2023. It was a good year. Yes, it was. We met a lot of good people, talked a lot of good, uh, a lot of good hockey stories, and we're looking forward to 2024. Um, oh, hey, what about that caption? What, what, what have you? Uh, the best comment so far that you think? Oh, geez. I when like, I was, I... when I was. Hiding behind the net. I like I like Caden Butterflies. Uh what a pass gas to play for Moose Cree. Uh I block lots of shots shots tonight, babe. <laughs> yeah. It, Troy Williams. Uh yeah. Troy Williams had a good one. Yeah, so it's uh we'll pick the winner of the best comment for that. Uh you yeah. still have time to go to our Instagram or and Facebook page to uh the comments and uh leave a funny comment on Bush's play where yeah. he's behind the net and the, there's a guy on the other team in front of the net scoring. So, <laughs> so yeah. Head did over you watch, did you watch that game or were oh, you guys playing? We were probably playing on the other side. Okay. I was going to say, if you watched it, can you tell me what I was doing? <laughs> what was I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. I think that play probably brought down my, uh, your plus minus my grade my grade level to a solid B. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, thanks for joining us for 2023. Uh yeah. I'm okay, I'm going to say something. I don't mean to offend anyone, but I'm going to say merry christmas to everyone out there. Um Me too. I, was, I was taught to say merry christmas. I'm merry christmas everybody. Merry christmas. Yep. Um I'm not here to offend of any anyone, any religion or any culture or specific group, but it's just it's just the way I was I was raised. I was raised to say yeah. Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all 
our friends and family out there and uh have a safe holidays yeah um a big one is don't drink and drive please please don't get a dd especially for uh new year's um behave out there stay safe um especially in winter time don't go anywhere without anyone knowing because you don't want yeah anything bad to happen so yeah everyone have a good safe merry christmas happy holidays and a good new year uh we'll be posting throughout our christmas holidays yeah and we will see you in january i think we're going to come back january january 8th 9th we're going to do a show that day so for that week so uh remember have a good holidays and remember parents Christmas is for the kids, right? So behave out there. Don't let them see. Don't take it easy. I'll just say that. Yeah, right? take it easy. Take yeah. It easy. This holidays for the kids. When you do something, they'll remember it for the rest of their lives. Have a, a good thing or a bad thing. Just remember that. Be careful. And it. Uh, this is all for the kids. This holiday, kids and family. So be careful what you do out there. Just. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. So. See you guys next year and uh, take care of each other. Peace. Peace.